What are you drinking there, mate? I've got um, Vita Coco Coconut Water Not from Concentrate. It says low in calories. I don't know why I picked it up, actually. I mean, I, I don't mind coconuts. Is it coconut milk? Coconut water. So it's 99% water, coconut water, less than 1% fructose. Sugar. So it says here it's four grams of sugar. That's more than I thought. It's not too bad. Calories are it's eighteen calories per hundred mil. This is five hundred mil. So eighty something calories. That ain't so, a lot for a drink, is it? No. Mm. Yeah, it's eighty calories. Are it's you are you looking more now at? What you're ingesting? Yeah, so I'm thinking um, that I'm going to mostly go towards a Mediterranean diet. So what does that mean? Olives I'm trying sitting to, on a yeah, veranda in the sunshine. I mean, I'm teetotal, so no red wine with the olives anymore. But yeah. um, I'm thinking olives, feta cheese, oh, cucumber, yeah. tomatoes, drizzle of extra virgin, a squeeze yeah. of you know something citrusy, like a lemon. Some herbs, you know, yeah, dashings of seasoning. I'm thinking pulses, legumes, grains, chickpeas, <coughs> some, maybe some slow roast lamb, some fish. Sounds like a lot of preparation to me. No, it's simple, mate. You know, just Once you're into it, yeah. get a sheep, slather some olive on it, bung it on the grill. So what are the main things you're avoiding? Well, so they say that, obviously, I'm late onset type 1 diabetic. Yeah. And... They say that obviously for that you've got to cut down on your sugars, but I know don't know that much anyway now really. I mean I whack the insulin in and that's good. But for Parkinson's disease, what they're saying is you got to have a you know, uh less protein, believe it or not. Uh, but like when you take the synthetic dopamine, I've just called cinnamon. Right. That's the med, is it? That's the name of the med. Yeah, it's a mix of a like an agonist type thing and a synthetic dopamine, just carbidopa and levodopa mixed. Right. And they say that you can't, shouldn't really eat. Well, my consultant said half hour either side, really, of the pill. Right. Maybe an hour. So I kind of, he said you'd be all right with the coffee. So I get up early, I have a coffee, I take the pill. And then you, they say minimize protein around that. And, you know, just don't overdo protein, minimize so it. eggs, meat, cheese, cheese. steaks. Well, I mean, you can have it, but just don't overdo it. And, you know, around the around the medication. Like, it's a right. big lifestyle change. But I'm going to run another marathon, mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go I'm for gonna, it, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do the Leicester half in October. Mm. Then I'm going to run a marathon next year. I'm going to raise a shed load of money for CVM Edge and okay. Parkinson's. Probably uh, Young Onset Parkinson's yeah. Disease Spotlight Charity. Yeah. Because Young Onset Parkinson's is very under misunderstood. Right. It's a different... It presents itself differently to not like mm. old person Parkinson's. I think what's interesting, we just went down to Morrison's to get mm. some chicken fires. And um, you were walking <clears throat> in a way that you've I've not seen for ages, I mean years. You think years? Years, I think so. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't realise, because it's so gradual... You don't suddenly wake up and go, oh, you're walking different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like I say, walks. Well, mm. But then seeing you today, obviously, having taken some meds for Parkinson's, and yeah. it's 
the dopamine is enabling so your they, body. It's like clicking in and clicking out. They say, you know, yeah. um, switching on and switching off, they call it. So I take this pill and then, like, I feel a bit sick for a bit because it's new to me. That, yeah. That'll pass, I think. But then it's a slow-release pill. So an hour and a half later, I'm like, hmm. Suddenly just kind of like, man, feeling yeah, pretty right. good. And then... I can get up out of the chair without struggling. I start with my arms swinging. So, for you know, if you'd seen me, well, you saw me. Yeah. Before, like, my right arm is stuck to my side. Yeah. And uh, I was taking a half step with my right leg. I was walking along, like, lurch. Yeah, like yeah. Like John Wayne on a bad day, yeah, off a yeah, day yeah. in a saddle. Yeah. And a lot of pain. But I take this pill. I'm like, I feel amazing. Actually, I don't feel amazing. I feel normal. Wow. That's just, I'm like a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain feels good, body feels good. And I'm like, wow, you know, just, I think I feel amazing because I'm not in pain when yeah. I'm on it. And then slowly it wears off. So yeah. after like four to six hours, depending on the amount of stress I've been put under yeah. and food, then um, I need to take another pill. But stress actually aggravates the effectiveness of the, I didn't say that to you, I didn't really talk no. before, but if you put under stress, it shortens the effectiveness of the drug. Does it? It does. And, you know, stress aggravates the symptoms. That's <laughs> why so I need to spend a lot of my time in Barbados now. Mate, yeah, stressless environment. Stressless environment. <laughs> it's interesting, though, when you were describing Parkinson's, <clears throat> it's almost like your brain's just, like, dying off, like it's... Yeah, so the the bit of my brain that manufactures dopamine, hmm. and dopamine is the bit that gives you the, the reward buzz, like you party car, dopamine hit, like in the space you wanted, dopamine hit, nice cup of tea, dopamine hit, hmm. someone says something nice to you, dopamine hit, lead someone to Christ, dopamine hit, it's getting none of it, man, very little of it, but also it affects your movements, yeah, so. Like my joints all ratty and sore. I mean, I'm actually so I took the pill, and I take it seven o'clock this morning. It's wearing off now. Right, you can so feel just, it. Yeah, so I'm tightening up, shoulders hurting, can feel some tremors coming back. So that's how mad it is. So when you're on the, the synthetic dopamine, it smooths my movements out. Like, I, you know, I couldn't tap yeah, my hand. Yeah, I can, I can tap, but it's just started to go off. Yeah, because uh, so I'm where it's wearing wow. off. So Man. I go home before I come out for the skip-a-thon you're doing later, <laughs> yeah. get my bonsai, take a pill, yeah. kiss my wife. Yeah. By the time I get back, you're boom! Right you're back on it. Yeah, so now my life is dependent on these pills. So basically, you don't get the acute physical symptoms until you've lost about 60 to 80% of your dopamine. Mm. Obviously, I've had a DAT scan, they call it. I've, I've seen the effect on my brain, and my dopamine is very cells are diminished. So it's the dopamine-producing cells in my brain are dead. Or dying. And you and can't can, slow that death. You, you cannot can't bring them back. You cannot slow it and you cannot stop it. You can't it, re-stimulate them. Or... No. So it's the same treatment I've had for 60 years. Wow. And uh, it's, a, it's a progressive degenerative brain disease. That's it. Man. Now I've got it. And that, that's it. Do you, think, do you think in the future this stuff Elon Musk is doing with the neuro net chip that he's putting in pigs? Because you, you spoke about a surgery that... Where they can put wires into the yeah, deep lobes mate. of the brain. I mean, man. Yeah, it's called deep brain stimulation. And what they do, and it is an option oh. 
it could be an option for in the future, and there might be other things that I may not need it. But a lot of people do get to this point with yeah. Parkinson's disease, yeah. particularly young onset people, because young onset people my age, you have for the rest of my life, I've got young onset. There's yeah. a category of the disease. Yeah. When you get it at my age, 51, uh, well, I probably had it in my, like in my mid 40s, yeah. early 40s, then. That, I've got a journey of a very long time. Yeah. So there come a time when you become resistant to the dopamine meds mm. and they need to do surgery. And what they do is they drill holes into your brain. From the front back? Or from I the think back at the front. top, I think. Oh, and they man. drill in and then they insert these wires deep into oh. a bit of the brain where the cells are dead and then they connect a wire that goes down through your neck, under your skin, and then down into your chest, carries a battery pack. Oh. And then... They connect that by radio signal to a controller unit, and then they can basically make when they're c- calibrating it, they can make your arms move and like that's like a puppet, yeah, like a puppet. <laughs> and then basically, then they gradually go and you just turning it up. Oh, yeah, no, I'm all right. So, I'm in this Parkinson support group, right? Meets yeah. the chef of people who've working age with Parkinson. Yeah, I said it's this bloke who'd had it. And I said, do you have to carry the control pack around with you? And he went, no, mate. I said, where is it? He goes, oh, it's in a drawer at home. He said, but they can control me from London. My consultant in London can tune into the radio wow. signal to control my, wow. my uh, signal. That's crazy, isn't it? I wouldn't like that. I'm like, don't want some bloke. Nah. I don't care who you are. Nah. I don't want some medic able to make me flap oh, about. mate. Imagine that. You're sitting there having a, like, a sourdough pizza and you start flapping Bosh, about. your arms are going. Bosh! Who's touching the buttons? <laughs> That's pretty mad, though, mate, to think about it. Yeah. Like wires in your brain. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... Oh, man. Do yeah, you know... so that's... But the, so the interesting thing is, yeah. I think, just shooting the breeze, is that I've probably had this a very long time. Hmm. And it does affect your emotions, like, because you're not getting a reward buzz hmm. and you can get waves of sadness and anxiety. Not... not because you don't feel well, because you've got no dopamine cells. So yeah. I'm not, you know, it's not leveling you out. So yeah. there are some days over the years, years, hmm. where A, I've been in a lot of pain and not understood why. But B, I'm like, don't want to go to that meeting, can't face the day, yeah. can't. And I've had to make a choice in Christ yeah. to go, no, I'll be all right. When I go into the office, I'm not going to be moody. Yeah. I, I choose enjoy. I like as a discipline. I'm yeah. going to choose to be gracious, yeah. patient. And, um, and all the things that the Bible says, you know, be joyful. Yeah. Be sober-minded and alert. You know, be grafted into the one. Like, there are a lot of them are commands, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually learned, and I know some people will challenge me on this, because I'll go, you don't know what, what depression's like. No, I do, actually. Yeah. I could do, and I do know what it's felt like to not want to get out of bed in the morning. Mm. And some days it has got on top of me, I've, I've got to be honest, mm. some days it's been pretty grim. Yeah. But, you know, I like to think that reading the Bible all these years and praying a lot mm. and communion with God has meant that when the, when I've been in the valley seasons, the, the shadow moments of life, yeah, yeah. I've been in the sky, no, I choose joy today. Yeah. Be all right. You know, it's like you go to your office and people are moaning. But you can go, no, actually, no, I'm choosing to be calm, choosing to be joyful. And then I get on the meds, I'm like, I actually now do feel like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a real interesting 
journey, actually. Mm. Oh, a lot to reflect on. But now, obviously, I'm reflecting on the fact that I'm declining. Yeah. Mm. And I will continue to. And I'm on two pills a day at the moment. I'm doubling the dose in strength next week. Right. And then it'll be a pill every few hours. Right. Eventually, you know, and then there'll be other things. I met someone in the support group who got a, an injector pen of dopamine, you know, just like injecting yeah, him and straight in. hit, boom. Wow. That's So it's very interesting as a, as a, a man following Christ yeah, what yeah. it is to face bad news, you know. And it's quite prevalent among men, isn't it, right? I mean, that's something, right. that's one of the stats that's coming out. Women. It's the fastest growing neurological disease amongst men. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And I haven't yeah. actually been able to find out why. I, know, I did look it up. I couldn't... I mean, they don't really understand it. They think it might be pesticides, toxins, mm. heavy metals, stuff in water, I don't know. They also reckon that oestrogen might protect women. Right. From some of the effects of, you know... The, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, the neurological decline. So, what what were if you think back? What were some of the looking back to what you know now? What were some of those early symptoms that you perhaps didn't associate to it that that were it? If you know, so my handwriting was declining, right? And it wasn't laziness. You know, I I just didn't seem to be able to write very well, right? And uh, and in fact, in the peak of the symptoms, I'd. I'd think I'm going to write a big like F or a W and I'd start big and it'd just become like a flat line on the page or like really unintelligible. Wow. And Karen was laughing at me over the last few years, like in a nice way. She's, kind of yeah. like, she's trying to read out what I'd written. I'm like, why can't I write? And I thought it's because you weren't writing as much. Yes. Yeah. But now I'm on the meds, I can write quite neatly. Right. So that was interesting. My arms stopped swinging and it got worse and worse. One, I, so Parkinson's affects one side normally. Right. If it affects both sides, it's probably not Parkinson's or it's drug-related Parkinson's, antidepressant, or psycho, antipsychotic yeah. drugs, stuff like that. Uh, um, anxiety. I definitely had waves of, like, weird anxiety occasionally. But, you know, didn't want to go into meetings. You know, unusual feelings. Or heightened emotions, like you want to cry and you're not sure why. Hmm. That was definitely one. And lots of aches and pains. In young onset, it's, it's pain, right. soreness and stiffness. Right. My ankle was really hurting, like bad. My joints were clicking and creaking, stuff like that. Right. I was getting cramps. Hmm. People were saying to me, for years, you've got a limp. But I don't know. You hurt your leg? No, I don't think so. But clearly, it creeps up. And yeah. It's a very slow-moving disease. Right, okay. I heard the warning signs. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want people to listen to this and go, oh. Oh, the other thing was, the classic one for young onset Parkinson's, my shoulder was really bad for about three years. It's, still, it's hurting now, but the meds are wearing off. Yeah. So I'm moving around a bit. So suddenly I started to get a lot of pain down my right, legs. Right, feel it, shoulder. Yeah. yeah. bad. And, um, yeah, that, that lot of blokes, they go to the doctors and think, oh, I think I hurt my shoulder doing tennis or... Yeah. Now you might get a cortisone injection or get some physio, but it don't get better. Yeah. That is a presenting symptom in about 30 to 40% of people with young onset Parkinson's. Wow. It was classic. That's what it was for me. Wow. Nuts. You don't get the tremors as much. Nah. That's what you kind of look for, isn't it? I yeah. suppose you think... Young onset oh, Parkinson's shaking. don't get as many tremors at the yeah. start. I get them now. But. So looking back now, you're on the meds and that, mm. do you think, man, how did I... 
live with this thing because uh, you know now you the pain's creeping back in and you think like oh, yeah. yeah like wow like yeah certainly now yeah every day's a choice man mm. you just got to choose to live your life haven't you mm. you either crawl under a rock or you actually no you're feeling the pain coming on now now I know what it feels like to not be in pain mm. I'm like I'm not sure how I kept going every day but that's, that's what I was wondering you, yeah. you got you no do. choice just... what you do like yeah. we're men, we got kids, yeah. wives, got responsibilities, you've got yeah. earn money. Just keep keep moving you forward. Just keep moving, keep moving. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'll be every time I have to walk the dog, I'm be like, oh, I just don't want to go. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. Was that flick or the dog you got now? The dog I got now, I got is worse. I mean, as Flick, the German Shepherd was like her last year. She was on like yeah. Tramadol. Yeah, know? she was jacked. She was one space cadet, German Shepherd. <laughs> 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 he was so tempting to try them pills out a few times, but I never cool, did. Yeah. Like animal friendly tramadol, but man alive, they look like good stuff. <laughs> man. <laughs> she just started in dog heaven every day. Stars rolling. We took her to be put down, they didn't, they just gave her these high impact. Drugs. They're like, no, she's got more time. She ended up just ramming tramadol in her pedigree oh, chum. <laughs> but she, she, you know, she would walk anywhere on the tramadol yeah, yeah, until yeah. her body just didn't work. And I had to take her for the yeah. old... Uh, got a shot in the back of the head. Tough, isn't it, that? Yeah. My dog's getting old. Well, he's not old. He's only four. No, OK. Five, five at Christmas. Yeah, but he's a Bouvier de Flandre. He, he's limping already. Oh, is he? Yeah. Why is that? Front, right, when he's laying down, he gets it. And after a couple of minutes, he's fine. Oh, he's he's just half right. I think it's half right. How long do they live? Six? Eight to ten. Oh, he's only four. He's f- nearly five. Mm. So. Mate, would you get another one? No, I said this to Jen the other day. If we, It's because you've got that massive, mate, it's the size of a horse. Yeah. You, the handbag, not that you use a handbag, but the small portable dog is, is a better option. I think, mate. This is what I think. Mm. I've, I had a German Shepherd. Mm. And that's a tiring experience. Yeah. The thing just wants to move all the time. He wants to kill everything. Yeah. Like, he's always, like, vigilant. Oh, mate. And he, uh, it was yeah. like a missile. It was a fur missile. Right? Yeah. And uh, it was got a beautiful dog. Yeah. Beautiful dog. But he always alert and hair yeah. everywhere yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, had it put down, doing, took it to the, you know, the chop shop, got yeah. it sorted out. And uh, went home. And I'm like, Karen's like, you can cry. And I'm like, nah, don't cry really. Um, job done. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Dog's dead. Yeah. Move on. Now, I thought, I'm not going to get another dog. <laughs> but then he cruise up on you, mate. <laughs> little Douglas is in town. Little Douglas. Little Douglas. He's a little furball. He's like a little dot. <laughs> he don't molt. He's very characterful. He's yeah. like a little ferret. Yeah. That he's a cavapoo. He's seventy five percent toy poodle. He's seventy five percent King Charles Cavalier. Man, he's a truck dog. I can't drive a truck. He, he, I would a truck dog. I would say he's more of a Range Rover dog. <laughs> a Porsche Cayenne dog. But how about this, mate? So I took him out this morning football. Yeah. He's off lead down the Pennine Trail. Yeah. There's all these other people flapping their dogs. Yeah. Yeah. He's he just I call him with you. Yeah. He's it's right lovely. there. Give a bit that's, of that's sits down. He can whiz off into the distance. Then he comes straight back. He's on a string. 
He's got character. He's fun. It's good because when I saw you with him early days, he didn't look that happy. Like you, you take him out on the lead and he didn't walk. I had Parkinson's disease. They weren't your oh. fault. No, him. Yeah, but he was like two weeks old. He didn't, he would just sort of stop and be like, no, I'm not going. I'm not <laughs> going. Yeah. When he was little. When we walked to the sweet shop that time, he didn't want to go. He didn't want to go, did he? No. Just sit there and look at you like, what are you doing? Yeah, where, where am go, I going? Just want to go home. He's not like that now, mate. I go, come on then. He's and he's up. Door. Yeah, he's in the woods. Who's, he, bond, who's he bound to, you or Karen? He likes us both equally, I would say. Oh, really? But he treats us differently. That's interesting. So he bullies Karen for playing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she'll sit down and he'll bully her. Yeah. He'll drop bones on her, climb all over. Yeah. With me, I just go, shut up, sit there. <laughs> and he'll crawl between my legs. Like, if I've got my feet up on the lazy boy thing. So you're both alpha, really? He knows he's beater. I think I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm alpha, alpha. You're alpha without plus. Doubt. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. If I walk in... <clears throat> I'm not Do you happy. remember we were having that Chinese watching uh, Judge Dredd? <laughs> and he, he walked in front of Teddy, looked at you, weed on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> he did, brilliant. didn't he? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm doing this here. Yeah, just going to do a wee. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, he's doing nothing. <laughs> Dogs are brilliant, are they? They are. Yeah, but he did. Just remember, he just, he just yeah. stood there and he just looked at me. Just looking at you. He's looking right in the eye and went, oh, I'm having a pee. I'm doing it here. Yeah. I'm going to ruin your film. <laughs> I'm going to ruin your carpet. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. He sort of walked off. It happened. Whatever. Do it. It was a thing. Yeah, I'm going to ruin your takeout. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, Dougie boy. No, he's a good boy. Yeah. And then, but what happens is, right, you get past the, this is something we're talking about. Yeah. Machismo. Like, what makes you a man? Yeah, yeah. But I think what makes you a man is you don't need a firm missile. You don't need a bulldog. You don't need a rotty. Yeah. I've got a little cab of poo. Yeah. But I love him. He's, he's great fun. He does tricks. You know, he, <laughs> he, he comes and I call him. He's good for a cuddle. I carry yeah. about the house yeah. sometimes. Pick him up, carry him up. Yeah. Because um, I'm securing my masculinity. I don't need an yeah. appendage yeah. to yeah. tell me that it's I'm good. a man. It's good. What do you, why do you need an appendage? I mean, yeah. so I'm now... You know, I said on Twitter the other day, actually, I've deleted Christian Twitter. Mm. I've deactivated mm. it. But I put it the other day, after nearly 30 years of doing men's stuff, yeah. the men who tell me that they're an alpha male invariably aren't. Yeah. And the men that bang on about I'm a man and masculinity are generally fearful and insecure. Yeah. A true man, he gets on with following Christ and pursuing grace. And don't worry about what people think nah. about him. I don't care if you think I'm an alpha or not. So don't care if I've got a little cavapoo. Yeah. Don't care if I've got a pink jump on. I mean, who cares? You seen that bloke? I think you sent it to me, that bloke on TikTok. And he went, this is going out to all my haters. The cowboy guy. This is going out to all my haters. <laughs> if, if I'll check the video. And if we can, I'll put it on. But no, it's brilliant. I'll have to bleep out some Yeah, let's bits. leave a but, gap for it now. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it is amazing, isn't it? He's like, oh, I've, what does he say? Yeah, it's all you, it's all you, beep, beeps. Yeah. He told me I'm not the real deal. Yeah, I was wrestling steers to the ground before yeah. you even in yeah. a nappy. You know, yeah. I've shot four bears. I've That's been it. attacked by three beep dundies. I've been in this many yeah. gunfights. You bunch oh, he, of... he does, yeah. I don't need to prove myself yeah. to you. He's absolutely right. I've heard he my own gnarly. bones break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had more bones breaking yeah, than you've yeah. had breakfast with your yeah. mummy. <laughs> he does, he does. Proper raw. If I, if I yeah. can, hopefully... Where it was be. that? It was brilliant. I think that was TikTok. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was TikTok. I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. He's just lived his life, he's lived his life in a while. But he was gnarly and... Gnarly. Sun-bleached and... Yeah, leathery skin. Yeah, like, you knew he'd seen life. Yeah, and he'd lived out, like, been isolated for years in the, yeah. like, the Ontario wilderness or something. Yeah. Brutal. Didn't give a stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Now, like, in his old age, he's decided to go on TikTok. <laughs> So let's talk. Let's talk TikTok, Twitter. So you had um, <laughs> a Twitter account that was like your ministry account, if you like. Kind of, yeah. There's an Edge one, but and CVM in there. You, but uh, but you, you had a personal at New Nazarite. Yeah. So what was the Twitter one? The Christian Twitter one at New Nazarite, Cardiff right. Beach, or at New Nazarite, yeah. Cold Beach. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Quite a lot of people on there. You've been you've been working that for what ten years? That profile Something like or more. That. Yeah, and we've often talked. It's one of the more prominent Christian yeah, accounts on there. Yeah. yeah, and we've often talked. I mean, it had ten or eleven thousand subscribe, or I don't know what you call them, followers. Is it? Uh, eleven thousand or 11, so right. followers. Yeah, maybe more. So you'd expect some sort of engagement, interaction, and and what's interesting, I thought, was that you had more positive response. From your gardening bloke yeah. account, in in terms of Parkinson's and life and yeah, yeah, story, yeah, hundred percent. Than than on a profile that has been majority in the majority built around serving networking Christians and serving the church and serving the church. Yeah, so I put on there, got you know little video clip, got Parkinson's disease. Mm. Here's my response. Put the same thing on plants bloke. Um, and uh, look, some people, some people said some nice stuff. Fine, not a lot. Yeah. And some people messaged me and told me, you know, my response was wrong, and I need to pray for healing. Right. Um, so a theological some, disagreement. Yeah. And then some people got in touch saying they understood because they had chronic fatigue or not the same thing, but not, okay, not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, if we're fine. honest, it's not. It's still. Life yes, horrible, horrible to have, but it's not progressive degenerative brain disease, no. Um, but, but essentially, people want to share their story with yeah. me, and, and that's yeah, that's fine. It makes sense. Uh, and uh, I would say that would run to about 10 or 12 responses. Wow, maybe 20. Wow, and I don't think there's that many. Yeah, I could check, but I deleted it. Hmm. So, <laughs> then I put the same thing on Plants Bloke, and and I was overwhelmed by the friendship, encouragement, support, yeah. love, personal messages. Because that account has been built on, here's my love of gardening, hey, here's, here's my love of life, not hidden who I was, mm. but, you know, this this passion, I'm going to not really do politics, but faith will come out clearly because that's who I am. Um mm. But it was a personal account based on shared passion. And there's a lot of passionate people I'm passionate about veganism, the environment, yeah, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So they're passionate people who've got opinions. But the response was far more gracious, kind, uh, engaging, mm. um, personal, and not one negative thing. And then the Parkinson's community embraced me. Very quickly, mm. people getting in touch, offering advice, help, support. Yeah. Unconditionally, expecting space. Um, and actually, that's been amazing mm. for me too, actually. 
So that really made me think. I'm mm. like, so then I thought, well, I'm just going to delete this account. I'm going to, I did a bit of a, a fleece kind of thing, which yeah. I'm not always big into because it's almost weak faith, really. But I thought I'm just going to go up there and let me see if there's anything I can retweet that's positive because I like retweeting positive stuff. Mm. So I go on Plants Blog and I retweet lots of positive stuff. So I go on New Nazarite. And all I find is people moaning and attacking. Yeah. Literally nonstop. Yeah. I had a, some rebuke they've had and they're fighting back, yeah. some point of disagreement over theology, some point scoring thing, moaning about a politician like with almost vitriol. I'm like, I've always felt bad about that. I'm like, so you're attacking, I don't know, Dominic Raab, who got sacked from yeah. or whatever. But it's very personal what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And these are people who need Jesus, right? Yeah. Now, I know you can speak truth to power, but you don't have to call them personal yeah. hateful names yeah so then I, and I'm like I can't find anything so I go back to the next thing still can't find anything positive one or two characters may be putting good stuff mm. and there's some good people out there posting good so it's fine but it's hard to find it's like mm. a needle in a haystack mm. and I go on plants bloke stuff full of beautiful pictures encouragement nice comments engagement yeah amazing so I just thought do you know what yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm an evangelist. I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life amongst those who don't know Christ. I mean, you're super positive. Mm. I don't want to spend my life fighting Christians over fine points of theology. Yeah. And you know, that. just on the side, a bloke actually got a haystack and got someone to put a needle in it, <laughs> and it took him like forty hours, something ridiculous, of searching, and he found it. He actually found a needle. Found it. Yeah. How big was the haystack? <laughs> We'd have to Google it. Well, let's do it right now. But that's an interesting... Uh, see, as you know, I, I get exhausted by social media and particularly these types of things. I just... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not So I deleted my Beachy Facebook page too, which had, I don't know, only five and a half thousand on this thing. I've still got the Coral Beach profile. Yeah. Which people can still follow me at. They can't film me, so I've it yeah. but they can follow me at. Uh, yeah. Because it, it takes life from you, I think. Yeah. I deleted Instagram as well. Did you? Yeah, I deleted my personal Instagram. Wow. Yeah, done, done, done with that. Done with it. So let me give you some stats. Sven Satchalba, an Italian artist who lives in New York City, is known for a playful conceptual art, like sitting in a tree and sawing it apart while sitting in it. Uh, or, yeah. His latest uh, jumbo version was a previous exhibit. It was a classic, Find a Needle In. Um, it says that this took place in um, Paris and he set it up and he gave himself 24 hours to find the needle by hand and the entire event was broadcast on French TV. Um, so there you go. Well, Amazingly. I mean, he, I, that would, I could not do that. He found the needle after 18 hours. In the early evening, he emerged from his position next to Haystack, whooping as he brandished the needle. So he found it. So he's ruined that phrase for everyone, really. But, yeah, it's a thing. Well, so you can actually find, you can find a needle in the haystack. <laughs> yeah. that is, he's destroyed that phrase. It just takes time. Because every time now <coughs> someone says, it's like to find a needle in the haystack, you just go... So it's possible. It's been done, I'm sorry. You can do that in 40 hours. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer the impossible statement. No, that can be done. <laughs> so that's... Uh, uh, I'm going to now say... What is his name again? We forgot. Sven. Yeah, I say Sven. In Paris, done in it. In Paris, did it. So How long did it take again? 18 hours. Right, so in 18 hours. He's that long. 
Right, you, all you need to do, if someone says that, you go like, yeah, I can't do that. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. You just go, brother, you just need to apply yourself. Yeah. Sven in Paris did that in 18 hours. <laughs> you just yeah. got to focus your mind and you can do this. Yeah. You're telling me there's a chance. That's yeah. that double, double. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, here's an interesting thing I wanted to raise. On, yeah. We were talking about the differences between plant bloke community and, and a Twitter account that was built yeah. around Christian yeah. service and community. Yeah. I was chatting with someone recently, and I went to see him. I, I drove down to Maidstone, mm. and as I got there at a certain point of the day, I can't remember what time of day it was, but it was the hour in which the mosque... Witching hour. <laughs> the witching hour. <laughs> it was the hour in which the mosque that I drove past yeah. was, was opening up and kicking out. Mm. And obviously they'd all been in, loads of guys been in mm. for prayer. And what started to really interest me, as I drove past, there must have been 200 men right. or more, young men, right. focused and dedicated on prayer yeah, yeah. and that aspect of their faith and religion. Mm. And I went and had lunch with a guy, Dan, who we know, he's going he's gonna to be on the podcast soon. Mm. And he was like, mate, and we'll talk to him about this, he said the, the brotherhood within the Muslim community is growing exponentially. Yeah, right. He said they're a community that... Andrew Tate's Yes, this is what I'm saying. They're a community that connect with men, particularly... It's a particularly acute in prison. Yeah. But... Where they all look after each other. Look after each other. Genuine care for each other. And it's masculine. Yeah. It's very patriarchal. Yeah, yeah. It gives them a male identity. They don't have to apologise to their testosterone. And what have we got? Come to church on Sunday. Come to church on Sunday. And by the way, don't be too manly. Because it doesn't fit. Don't fit. And you're a bit of an oaf, you're a meathead. Very interesting. There's, there's stuff right. there, I think, but my brain can't get there. But, yeah, I was just impacted by that. Well, i tell you where my brain goes. Mm. I'm like, I think, you know, there is being a man of God, there's being kind, gracious, sacrificial, all of those things, absolutely right. You know, slow to anger, slow to speak, full of love and compassion, great. Yeah. But that construct that's then placed around us, I think is extra biblical, where it's okay to be every type of man going except a meathead. Mm. You know, you can't, you become a cliche if you're like mm. that. Well, I'm like, hold on. Mm. I was born in Dagenham. Mm. I grew up in the East End of London. I went to school in Hornchurch in Romford. My dad was a cop, he was an unarmed detective, he was a tough guy. You know, I was raised to be what people would say is blokey. Hmm. And and I was very comfortable in that. And no one mocked me for it and yeah. I wasn't judged for it. it. Didn't mean to say I wasn't polite and kind and gracious and I, I learned how to conduct myself in company and hmm. all of those things. I had a career as a salesman in the bank, which is pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. But we were gentlemen too, yeah. you know, and uh, we weren't set I didn't I you know I didn't see any misogyny. I didn't see sexist wow. behaviour. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't. Despite the cliches. I never witnessed that sort of behaviour. It seemed to me to be pretty egalitarian. Mm. When I was in banking, and lots of women were being promoted ahead of me. That's what I witnessed. Mm. Uh, not saying that's the truth. Yeah, that's yeah, what I witnessed. Yeah. Then I go to church circles, and and my version of masculinity mm. was almost frowned upon. Yeah. Really. Um, and then I just watched men opting out of church mm. and feeling bad for who they were being. Mm. Like good godly men feeling bad for being men. Mm. Particularly, I'm just going to say it, 
uh, you know, a white middle class man, mm. like you just you just demonised, mm. and then we wonder why men aren't in church. Mm. Yeah, whole missing generation. And then like this whole thing around like being told you're mansplaining, like you just get frightened to say anything. Yeah. yeah. So if I offer an opinion, this man, I get what mansplaining is. You're you're speaking in plain, simple terms to someone in a woman in an inappropriate way, and she knew exactly what the deal was. But then it became whatever you say if you're a bloke, you're mansplaining. And it was almost like a mocking term. Well, if I use the mocking term about women, saying you're femsplaining, mm. I'm going to be in huge trouble. Mm. And there'd be women commentating in Christian media about what a man should be like. Can you imagine? Mm. And that happens a lot. Mm. How it would be if I explained what a Christian woman should be like mm. and mansplained femininity. Oh. Yeah, it wouldn't go down well. Right, so what do men do? They don't no, want to fight them battles. We don't, you don't go in those arenas anymore, do you? No, it just stops out. Just stops out. Just uh, had enough. Yeah. yeah just, crack on. You just, uh, yeah, and you just actually feel more insecure, sad and broken mm. and unvalued. Mm. That's what's happened, in my opinion. And mm. then we wonder why we're hemorrhaging men from church. Mm. And obviously there are movements like ours... Well, I think we are balanced mm. and we're egalitarian mm. and not that we have a ministry position on it, but certainly in my no, churchmanship no. I am and 75% of my leadership in edge of ministry is a female. Yeah. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Interesting. To men, they just don't opt out. Yeah. Spin to the edge. Can't, can't be bothered. Even like male-only spaces, I remember getting told by a... A media personality, a female Christian media personality that was irredeemably sexist mm. because I spoke at men's breakfasts. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, the big challenges, mate. Yeah, man. So I just think, I'll tell you what I thought about social media too, and you found this, that if you put something out there about men, the attack dogs would come on you. Yeah. All we're trying to do is tell men about Jesus, yeah. right? And the attack dogs would just be launched onto us. Yeah. And... Um, I just thought, you, you end up almost fearful. Like, I don't want to say anything and you don't want to offend people, so you stop saying and doing things. Yeah. Whereas if you take yourself out of those arenas... Yeah. I mean, we've had national ministry leaders, right, say one thing in front of people and one thing yeah. when no-one's watching. Yeah. Like, really support what you're doing, but in front of people going, oh, don't, you know... Nothing happens, yeah. Mm, don't want to be yeah. associated with it. No, no. There is, yeah... I, I just, in terms of socials and that, I, I just found it too toxic. People turning up and in this whole, is it virtue signaling? We talked about it. Virtue loads, signaling, yeah. Delight, oh, that's another one. Well, it happened just weeks ago. We saw them and I texted you and we, we. Oh, yeah. It was like, pray for me. I'm speaking here this morning and some picture of this mega venue. And yeah. it's like, is, oh, are you if asking you're the for praying prayer kind. Or? Please pray. I'm just yeah. about to speak here. It's, it's like, I'll be delighted if you could yeah. pray for me as I speak at this big place. I'm like, it's well, how about shallow. how about showing that you're speaking to a home group of yeah. five people? Yeah, yeah. you know. And I, I on Easter Sunday, I baptised in Stably an ex-dealer and an ex-addict. You know, we make lots of broken community. And uh, then I go on Facebook and there's, oh, the time is packed. Well, it's Reading, it's, <laughs> it's Guildford, you know, yeah. it's Westminster. Yeah. Like, that's going to happen. 
Yeah. You know, I'm I'm in a battered ex mining town that had to shut down chemical works with high instances yeah. of autism in the country and forty five percent of people haven't got any qualifications. Well, we're not gonna pack an auditorium. We haven't even got one. Mm. Baptizing blokes in someone's hot tub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, hot tub. it's prolific though, mate. And the Christian world is, if we're honest, no different from the non Christian world mm. in the way it says, look at me, look how important I am. I think that's the problem, isn't it? It's this virtue signaling, like you're saying, look at me, look at me, yeah. look at my book deal, look at what I'm like, do you know what? I just oh, want to have yeah, it. Yeah, it's terrible. So I just got a plant smoke, mate, and I look at me petunias. Yeah, it seems more <laughs> genuine, more real, <laughs> you know? What a terrible thing we're saying. We don't want this to be a moan fest, do we? But we've got to call it out. We do like a moan, though, don't oh, we? yeah, it's getting... <laughs> Come on. Yeah, system. Get it out of your system, have a yeah, moan. I'll just moan to the masses <laughs> but we got to do better yeah all of us yeah how depressing is it i cancel my christian twitter account because my gardening community would be more loving mm. that's not why i cancelled it it's very depressing it's one of the reasons it is a it's reason. a fair it's a fair and true reason it's yeah i don't invest my time in it and also yeah, you know, with Parkinson's disease, you've got to eliminate like stress really aggravates the symptoms to the death of your yeah, brain. Yeah. And like so don't go on the things that stress me. I don't get the same stress on my Yeah. Maybe slightly liberal gardening account. I've seen you get stressed when your uh, petunias are looking a little bit uh <laughs> frazzled. Yeah, when I've got a few scale insects infecting me aces. <laughs> yeah. I find aces hard to grow. What's the top tip? Well, Aces are very fussy, so they need to be in like dappled shade or um, protected from wind. They get wind burn. Oh. You got a windy site? Nah. Yeah, you can't time. get them out of direct sunlight all day. Oh, right. Maybe in the morning, maybe in the evening, but not in the heat of the day. Okay. And uh, don't overwater them. And they don't like being in a big container. They like to be slightly root bound. Okay. They like their roots to be pressing slightly on the side. Right. And they need an ericaceous soil mix. They oh, need like a mix of a, sinus, a bit. You need a bit of ericaceous, oh, and, mm. not st- completely. But I'd mix ericaceous compost with some topsoil and some ordinary compost. <laughs> yeah, that's complicated. No, mate. Once you bung it in there, it's great. It'll happily sit in a pot for years. I've got a bunch of them. Yeah, I'm turning one into a bonsai. <laughs> I'm going to bring it all down later for the yes. skipper from. Well, it would have been gone by the time. No, this goes no, up. but I'm going to bring a box of stuff down later. Yeah, you can watch it. It's not to be sitting out online. Mm. Oh, mate, busy times. Busy times, funny life. I'm reading through proverbs at the minute. I oh, am. Yeah. I'm loving it, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I always, I sometimes wine forget. is a mocker and beer is a bottle yeah. and partakes of either and is a fool. There it is. Yeah. The adulterous woman's feet are in hell itself. There you go. And, her, and the path to her door steals many men. Brilliant. It's all problem. stuff like that. And yeah. It's like, oh, mate. Yeah. Can a young man scoop fire into his lap and not be burned? <laughs> that might even be a psalm, actually. But, yeah, I'm loving it. Proverbs. Definitely I'm something to... Look some up. Cool, mate. Let's, let's throw out a few proverbs. I think it's an incredible book. Change your, change your life. What am I reading? Uh, I think it was Proverbs 3. It was early on. Here we go. What version was I using? Good News Bible version. That was nice. There is a way that appears to be right, 
But in the end, it leads to death. Yeah. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. That's my favourite. That's beautiful, mate. What's for that every one? Word, uh, that's Proverbs 4.23. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed are those who heed wisdom's instruction. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up bones. Oh. The immoral woman, if you go to her house, you are travelling the road to death. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Those who spare the rod hate their children, (laughs) but those who love them are careful to discipline them. Hmm. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Read that one again. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. (laughs) Yeah. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That's good. Mm. I love it. Proverbs, you can just absorb. Yeah. Anyway, Proverbs, have a look. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying Proverbs at the moment. I'm just trying to do it. Work through the book and then I might start it again. Last one. Those who have no sense deride their neighbour, but those who have understanding hold their tongues. (laughs) Hold your tongue. (laughs) See, I think the more you read the scriptures like that... We should do a Bible version like that, mate. It just, it just like, goes into your soul, then it? it becomes part of you. Yeah, it's different. Do you think, oh, yeah, my neighbour's bumping his gums, I'll oh, hold my tongue. Hold your tongue. I'll hold my tongue. I'll establish my path in the ways of the Lord. That's it. You start to become you a more different. No- yeah. You become a noble man. A Scott, godly man. Yeah. yeah, a wise man. A wise man. Sage. I mean, let's to be honest, the scriptures will do that to you. You know, you're reading. But we're saying it you might hear it differently. Well, it's like Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, though what a nice stuff will comfort me. That's what I thought as I saw Dr. Malik. Yeah. And he told me my brain was dying. Oh fear no evil. No, what a nice stuff they comfort me. He said to me, you know, this is psychologically very damaging. Mm. I'm like, I'm all right, doctor. You don't know my lord. I know that. I don't need counselling. I know the counsellor. There you go. There you go. You don't know my God, my Father in heaven. He's got a thousand brains. Give me a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, on a serious note, how's the Skoda? I said, I'm loving it. So I've had to submit my licence to BVLA. Yeah. Keep driving until they've made the decision. What'd you go for? So I've gone for Skoda Octavia 1.5 TSI. Yeah. Saloon or estate? It's a hatch. Oh, it's a hatch. Yeah, it's like a golf, but with a Skoda, but it's like a different shape. But, mate, DSD box, seven speed. It's it's mid-range, so folding, ring mirrors, Apple CarPlay. Nice. Uh, No uh, Bluetooth, obviously. Cruise control, uh, no heated seats, no electric seat adjustment, none okay. of that faff. Yeah, yeah, it's a mid-range Skoda Octavia, yeah. but 
Mate, 0 to 6 is like 8.5 seconds. That's a job. Smooth, quiet. Nice, mate. DSG box, silky smooth. You just pull away, hands rested, quiet. Yeah. I powered down to Coventry, first long-ish run, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, podcast on, didn't feel like a Mr. B. That's it, that's it. Quiet. Do you know what's going to get mm. bored? But mm. I don't know. I, it, I'm in a different stage of life. I don't know how much longer I can keep driving. Nah, that, that's so. fair, that's fair. But we have said one of our strategies is to is to operate in a way where people don't see us coming. We're unpredictable. Unpredictable. So there's no big beamer pulling up, no, you know. No, oh, no, look, here comes Beachy. You've got a Voxel, I've got a Skoda. Got an Astra. Yeah. yeah, we live humbly. They don't, they don't see us coming. Yeah. They think <clears> we're <throat> nobody. We're unschooled, ordinary men. There you go. Ordinary men. Oof. We changed the name of the podcast, haven't we? Still doing yeah, well, it hasn't been changed yet, but that's what we're thinking. Yeah, the, the, un, the yeah, unschooled it, ordinary man podcast. Yeah, is that a mouthful? The unschooled ordinary man. What about the ordinary man podcast? The unschooled podcast. Unschooled podcast. Well, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah, give us some feedback. The unschooled podcast, the ordinary man. So podcast. we probably need some context. This is coming from Acts four, yeah. verse thirteen, where Peter and John are. I think it's Peter and John. Yeah. They heal some dude at the gate called Beautiful yes. and community are like, who is he? Yeah, when they saw their unschooled ordinary men, they took yeah. note they'd been with Jesus. They'd been with Jesus. And just before that, verse 12, uh, Peter says, there is no other name you'll yes. be saved at. It's Jesus they called it Christ. the No Other Name podcast. That's a big cliche. <laughs> we couldn't think of a name <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no name podcast. No name. Yeah, I think it needs to change. Yeah, because we don't. We're we're pulling away from the character, not character driven, but the celebrity kind of look at me status thing. Yeah. We don't want our names all over stuff. No, because that's the world. That's the world's yeah. way of doing it. We want to be different. Mm. There's a couple of Christian blokes that aren't all about their names. Not that we are anyway. It was never about that. But I do, unschooled men could be good. Unschooled men. Hmm. But no, we are schooled. Well, I didn't do well at school, to be totally honest with you. But I got a couple of degrees. Got them now, but... Yeah, well, at the time... <laughs> at the time, I couldn't get them. Yeah. So I, I, I went to Cod Poly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I went to Harlow College. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd struggled at school. I, start, I, I, I started so to bored. feel it slip away. Yeah. I started to think I'm getting left behind, and then I gave up. And I got more interested in I girls. I think we men, like a lot of our brains don't kick in until nah. we're So nah. I went into banking. I did a degree to bumble my way along. Then I went into banking. When I went to Bible college, I was in my mid-20s, hmm. my brain was like in a different place. Hmm. I don't know what it was when I'd grown up a bit. Right. I got married. I'd had a three years in a tough banking environment. Yeah. But my levels of application, focus, yeah. my ability to res- absorb information. I was always bright at school. Right? So they put me forward for Oxford. The Oxford exam. Well, I was at, yeah, I was in all church. Yeah, it was a part of comprehensive. And they wow. put me through for the Oxford exam, which, are, but like, I was the last every year of sixth form, right? And um, like our chemistry teacher had a heart attack in low six. So they never replaced him for months. Wow, like it was rubbish. Wow. It was in the season when there were loads of teacher strikes yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is never going to happen for me. I wasn't motivated enough. Nah. I didn't. Want to put the effort in? Everyone was going to these preparatory extra lessons after school for Oxbridge. I'm like, I'll oh, stuff that. I just want to go and do judo, rugby, and drink beer. Yeah, it just wasn't bothered. But then by the time I got to, I got the top, 
top marking my degree though. Did you? In the country, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's some of the key there is the motivation. How you motivate young men to well, study going to back learn. To this to... stuff, this like Muslim stuff. This yeah. system, and they're rewarded and yeah. encouraged to be men and achieve. And we don't seem to have that same vibe. Well, not that we want the same. <laughs> It's <laughs> not what I meant. We don't no. have the, that is not what I meant. We haven't got the same uh, kind of. I don't know. Markers. Markers. Or, or, yeah. Or, Structure. Discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Like you pray together every day at this time, isn't it? In Islam, yeah. you do this, you do that, you follow this system. Yeah. And, and, and that sounds like legalism. We're not. We're not promote. I'm not saying in my head yeah, anyway. But you go back to like. The uh, you know the Christian knights of old. Yeah, they would eat at disciplined times. They only meet once. Yeah. They live by a strict code, and I think that's what we need. I mean, I know that's there's not in the Bible as such. Mm. It's like a, a heart code, isn't it? The Beatitudes. Yeah, yeah. Don't we need something? Maybe. Well, I suppose that's why people got drawn to an ascetic <laughs> lifestyle, like the monastic. It's just, mate, it's just very. So I parked I'm up. drawn to that. Yeah, I parked up the other day. I was taking, what was I doing? Kids to the dentist, right? And Jen took him in because I felt sick. So I sat in the car. There was a guy locking up his jet wash shop. You know, like in the street there, yeah. the jet wash things. And he, he locked it all up, finished it all, and then he put his mat out and prayed. Yeah. Young guy. In the middle of, like, public. Regular stuff. No, didn't care. Didn't. How many young guys his age, Christian guys, You'd would be that, that visible Get their Bibles their out. Get their Bible I've out. I've got to pray now. It was a real, like... Wow, like that's commitment. You know, regardless of why or how or however we process it, these men are involved. Engaged, Young men engaged, committed. And they feel like they're part of something. And Christian faith has got the best ingredients for that, I think. Has. But it's missing. Well, that's what the code was. what we're trying to be. What we haven't done with the code is then say, we need to do this, this, this and this, or aspire to be like this as we pray together at these times. My faith community, we pray every day together at 11. Mm. It's a a routine. It's Mm. a discipline, you know, and we commit to serve our community. We've not nailed it yet, but that's the kind of... Yeah, yeah. kind of works. Mate, you've got to skip him under 40 minutes. Let's get it going. Yeah.